0: right want to record a podcast yeah
1: do you want to record a wait do you want to make a podcast i forget the next line oh i don't know if there (laughs) ever was one i don't know
0: (laughs) i'm glad we're having fun because i'm about to bring
1: us way down oh no why why are you gonna bring us way down well hi folks i'm emily and i'm about to ruin your life i'm cassie i don't know how she's about to ruin our lives and this is full scream ahead your spooky road trip bucket list podcast that may or may not ruin lives um emily take it from here (laughs)
0: it's been a week and my computer is exhausting me so I brought home my work computer and I was like I'll just do everything on here um my work computer doesn't have a microphone jack oh no um which I didn't consider
1: is your computer gonna have a microphone jack
0: (gasps) oh my god I didn't check that I don't think it will Emily um Oh, my God. Why didn't I think about it? I'm over here complaining about it. I don't know why I didn't think about this. Um,
1: (laughs) uh,
0: I'm going to the MSI website. Oh, God. Ultra
1: thin. This is why I didn't want ultra thin. It's ultra thin. It does not have a headphone jack, huh? I'm
0: praying to the computer gods. Listen. There's
1: got to be like a headphone, a 35 millimeter to USB adapter.
0: Oh, it doesn't look like it. How? Why? Why is this something that's getting phased out? You have
1: no. You have a microphone jack. Just put. Just you have space. Just put. Put the thing there. It's not like it's any bigger than a USB port. I know. It's it's one little poop. I. I guess I'll figure that. Uh, that that's a problem for future Emily let me look on Amazon right now see if there are 35 millimeter <laughs> to USB adapters I got a 25 dollar Amazon gift card at work today 35 millimeter to USB. is this that they exist it exists looks like it oh no. guess what I'm ordering I didn't you think about too. that oh
0: I don't know how you didn't think about that I, I don't know. One of my coworkers was showing me a website the other day with like podcasting equipment on it. And like, it got me thinking about how I want our setup to be once we have a place we can record together in person. And then I guess oh, I well, just did it. do you think didn't... that'll be? <laughs> uh, I'm hoping a couple months. I don't know why, but I was, that's just what I was picturing for our setup. And I didn't think about the current setup so are you
1: wanting to like where are you wanting to go record like at just one of our places
0: yeah that's kind of what i was th- like kind of what our plan was before i move um how we were just gonna set up in my dining room yeah i'm hoping i will move closer to things well yeah
1: yeah if you have a you have an apartment by then i'm hoping a
0: couple months closer to
1: this side of town
0: yeah this computer yeah. i think set me back another month though of savings
1: yeah i believe that So uh,
0: at least hopefully this isn't an expense I'll have to have for a while. Also, it's hot pink, so I hope it lasts forever.
1: It's hot pink? It's hot pink. Stop it. Now I want to buy a new laptop. It's so cute. I'm so excited. I want a neon blue laptop. I actually have like a blue case on my laptop and I've got like a rainbow keyboard cover. And the only reason... I don't want to get a new laptop is because I already have stickers on this. Oh, yeah. I have so many stickers on my laptop. I don't want to have to rebuy
0: them. I keep looking at the bear, um back shell top. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the you know, the part on the other side of the screen. Yeah. <laughs> I keep looking at it from my work computer. I'm like, it's bare except for where I spelt coffee and now it's brown. But, <laughs> like... I just oh, want to cover God. it and start computer. Okay, it's 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 like a little drop. It's just got Emily. a little brown on the thing. It's not like Emily. My very first day working in this office, i walked in and spilt coffee on the floor. It also landed it on did. the keyboard, but I, I, I got the keyboard cleaned really quickly. And that was your first the, day? By the time I got the keyboard, yes, my very first day. <laughs> By the time I got the keyboard cleaned, the carpet was already stained.
1: i haven't I haven't gotten past the first day bit yet.
0: (laughs) Poor Emily. Uh, I've probably spilled coffee on everything I own at this point, including my cats. Honestly, that's impressive. That's probably why they have so much energy. Yeah, I'm so glad we're moving offices soon, so I don't have to look at that shameful first day reminder. (laughs) (laughs) But watch, I'm gonna go into this new building, which is gonna get brand new carpet, and I'm gonna drop my mug right on the floor probably and then 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 i'll just be my my legacy i
1: guess i mean there are worse ones
0: yeah that's there's worse things to be known for than that bitch who drinks a lot of coffee yeah that's true say
1: say things um hello my name is cassie that's 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 kind of weird it's like it kind of like
0: comes in and out oh my god did we have to did you try turning it on and off again
1: the first Emily. I'm working
0: on it. There is that better. Well, now it's sounding normal.
1: Okay. Well, I turned it off and on again, and everything is better now.
0: You know, these were kind of cheap microphones. I wouldn't be surprised if that happens sometimes.
1: I mean, they're still better than my microphone on my headphones, which sure. is really disappointing because these are $300 noise-canceling headphones. No. Like, do you think they could have a better microphone in them? Oh, God,
0: that, that's kind of how I feel about my skull candies. Like, they're the best headphones I've ever owned, but the microphone
1: sucks. It's just not good. But to be fair, if you're not buying, like, a gaming headset, you're probably not buying something that was meant with the microphone that's to true. be that good.
0: I, I kind of want to invest in one of those uh, for work. Mm-hmm. Just because, like, everyone in that room can sometimes get a little loud. And I just think noise canceling would be perfect for taking calls we have one guy on our team yeah. who actually has that like it cancels noise and he can't really tell what's going around him so you always know when he's there because you just hear yelling from down the hallway that's funny thank you for calling it this is this person
1: <laughs> so he doesn't know how loud he is
0: i mean everyone makes fun of it but you know it's that's just kind of one when you're on the phone with people you don't really pay attention to things like that yeah no for the last couple of days they keep i guess people have been saying that about me too so i guess maybe i've just stopped paying attention to everything around me <laughs> it was like little foam headphones i have on right now Mm. well they gave me a headset but it only covers one ear and i really need both ears oh yeah i don't like those and i just feel a little douchey walking around with my bluetooth little headset i say do it i feel like a rich villain in a movie in 2003
1: why don't you you should want to feel that way you know who i want to feel like all the time who i i want to feel like i am megamind I haven't watched that movie in a hot minute. Dude, Megamind is the ultimate, like, villain who's actually the hero. Yes. Because he doesn't actually do anything to hurt people, and his grievances are valid. And he has a moral code that matches society's, like, I don't know, general consensus of how to behave towards people. And then you have Titan, who is supposed to be, like the love interest of the Mary Jane character. Mm-hmm. And he's an incel, so he is the villain. Oh no, I don't remember that. But it's also for a minute. Dude, it's like the it's it's incredible how <laughs> overlooked this movie is. But I just I want to be Mega Mind because I want people to perceive me as the villain. <laughs> while I am nefariously planning good deeds and nefariously supporting my moral agenda. Nice.
0: I can get with that. Maybe that's why I'm pretty sure the last time I watched it was the night of my prom night while I was getting ready. So maybe I don't remember, but maybe that's kind of the vibe that shaped my adult life.
1: That's incredible. (laughs) Your whole life has been because of Megamind. (laughs) Uh Life-changing prom. Oh, I know what I'm doing tomorrow night. I need to see pictures of you at prom because I remember when we were kids. I thought you were the coolest person on the planet. And so I'm interested. To I still don't know prom. why. I was. Listen, I so don't know, it was something about like your little, um, what, the, what were those hats called? You had like this army green hat that had like the straight bill, but it was kind of like loose, like a loose beanie.
0: I don't remember. Um. I was just going through a stage where I wanted to emulate Patrick Stump for some reason. So, okay, this had to be I around mean, that, 2005 then, so. Yeah,
1: that's exactly what it was. <laughs> you, looked, you looked like a member of Fall Out Boy. Um, and I thought it was a coolest thing in the world because I did not own any clothes like that. And you were also, like, way smarter than me.
0: Well, I don't know how I managed to fool you into thinking that, but...
1: I don't know. I just remember us hanging out in Divina's room and you just seemed so smart and knowledgeable about life. You're only a year older than me, but I like, I don't know. I was amazed. I thought you were incredible and so cool and had all of this cool experience and knowledge and opinions.
0: See? And then I was always had like the impression I was like, oh, well, that's just Shelby's cool little sister. She's too cool to hang out with us. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, No! (laughs) <laughs> but also i was a teenager so my self-conscious level was like a negative six
1: yeah what year were you born uh
0: 93
1: oh okay so you were like 12 13 yeah i think so yeah because i was like 10-ish, 10 ish oh god that's like middle school. i was i was born in 94 i've like blacked out
0: middle school maybe that's why i don't remember i this. mean
1: you spent a lot of time in storm drains chasing ghosts man
0: i i have never done that jeez that sounds
1: awful no, didn't you do that with John, Divina, and Shelby? No. <gasps> no, that was just them? I was, no. <laughs> <laughs> you should didn't go once?
0: That, no. I, if I did, I've blacked it out of my memory. <laughs> it's buried so deep down far. Like, my therapist
1: is going to be shitting it tomorrow. I'm going to have to ask Divina and Shelby. I'm actually, I'm just going to ask Shelby about it. Um, I'm I am terrified of night. ghosts.
0: I act scary, but I am legitimately terrified of ghosts. I will not go anywhere that says it's haunted. Oh my gosh, that's hilarious.
1: Um, does that mean you don't want me to do the Winchester haunted place? I mean, I still want to hear about it. I like to I okay,
0: I want to go and experience being scared and then I would like to go home. Okay, that's fair. This is probably risk
1: getting trapped in the storm green.
0: Yes, the the only reason I don't really like to listen to like podcasts or anything about paranormal stuff is because part of me is like is this is this real or was this a creative writing assignment?
1: Yeah, I get that. And it's like I don't think there's not paranormal things. I just I just don't know enough about them and I'm okay with that. You know, I'm okay with just chilling over here. I want to believe. You want to believe even though it's scary
0: to you? I didn't say there was any sense behind it. <laughs> i think it's fun but no thank you understandable (laughs) it's it's called i don't know i was about to say something douchey and then my brain just stopped
1: yeah see because your brain knows that you're too cool for that uh yeah i am
0: secretly the fifth member of fallout boy don't you know
1: you know what if ever you stumble over your words just just keep going with it and just be like yeah that's how you sing in fallout boy it's just it's it's just sometimes Uh, yeah
0: (laughs) still, still fantastic
1: though.
0: Sorry if I'm like extra weird, I'm sleep deprived. And also I'm finally allowed to smoke again after like two weeks.
1: Oh really? So
0: it's, uh, it's, it's been a nice tolerance break. I've, forgot my the rest of that sentence first of all but I also (laughs) forgot you know like when when you don't have such a high tolerance how much fun it is to be high
1: yeah I'm one of those people who like my tolerance is not very high so it's it's a very fun experience every time Uh, I'm so jealous it's very nice I don't understand how people get high and do things like, I, it doesn't, it doesn't make sense to me.
0: I can't remember what I was even starting to say anyway. <laughs> anyway. Okay. So Emily. Yes. Hi.
1: That is me. Hi. How, how are you going to be, how are you, what, what are you going to be educating us about um, tonight uh, that may or may not ruin our lives? Hmm. Well, do you remember
0: the hints I gave you last time?
1: No, I've got to be honest. I don't. <laughs>
0: it's been a weird week. That's fair. That's very fair. Um, I blame the full moon. Uh That is the planet I'm blaming for my behavior this week, a full moon in Leo. (laughs) Tune
1: in next week to see what planet is at fault then. I'll figure it out.
0: (laughs) Trust me, I'm a white girl with a nose ring.
1: But <laughs> that was good. I saw your post. I saw that y- y- your share earlier today where it said, All right, I need a white girl with a nose. We need to tell me which planet's ruining my life today. I'm pretty sure I said the full moon Leo on that one too. Yep, yeah, you did. I do not remember the hints you gave me last week. Can you
0: please go over them? Oh, well, crap. I also don't remember. I think I told you that it was in South America. <laughs>
1: yes oh i do remember. okay yes because um, i got really excited because i thought you were going to talk about the nazi pedophile cult leader who killed santa but you're not
0: that that sentence still just i can't <laughs> yeah. wrap my brain around it no we're not talking about that but we are <laughs> going to the site of another
1: famous cult that entire title is property of behind the bastards the name of one of their podcast episodes I highly recommend giving it a listen emily where are we going <laughs> yeah we're, we're funny
0: sometimes but i i can't come up with a sentence as epic as that I don't it's
1: feel like. It's so accurate. It's great.
0: Okay. Uh, I need to listen to that. I think that's actually on my to-do list to listen tonight. I, because I really wish I need would. to know. I need to know. It's but, so good. Okay. We are going to the site of another famous cult. Cassie, have you ever heard of Jonestown? I sure have. Awesome. I'm sure a lot of people have heard of this place. Like, I've heard about it on almost every podcast, but I felt like a lot of those kind of focused on Jim Jones, who honestly I don't give one single flying fuck about. Uh, today I want to be talking more about the actual place where it happened and actually go more into like you know, how life was in Jonestown. So for those of you who aren't familiar, so Jonestown, uh, formerly known as the People's Temple Agricultural Project, was a remote settlement in Guyana, which is a small South American country. And the settlement was established up near the Venezuelan border in 1974 by the People's Temple. The People's Temple was a San Francisco-based cult led by the
1: biggest douchebag in the world,
0: Jim Jones.
1: It's a pretty impressive title. He's definitely up there. I mean, I'm sure he is, but I mean, dang. <laughs> to, to be among those ranks, who really is? I
0: had to unfortunately read a lot about him over the last week or so. And I also watched a documentary about this topic. So I actually had to see his face and hear his voice. And I'm just like, I hope you're getting beat up in hell every day for being such a whiny
1: nerd. Like, he just has such a punchable face, you know? <laughs> oh my gosh i don't know what he looks like hold on i gotta google a picture <laughs> i know looking for him is the opposite of what you, want. what you want done i just i just need to know what he looks like no worries oh what he he looks like he's trying to be elvis he, he's trying to
0: a lot of identities at once he's an odd fellow So Jonestown became known to the world after November 18th, 1978, where after the death of a U.S. congressman named Leo Ryan, 919 people ended up dying at the settlement and in their nearby offices in the Guyanan capital of Georgetown. Most of them were... Most of them died by ingesting a grape drink laced with cyanide um, among a lot of other
1: drugs. Wait, so it was just after the politician was voted out when all of these happened?
0: He he was murdered. We'll we'll talk about that later how this congressman led to what happened at Jonestown. Okay. This settlement, it was named for its founder and leader who started the People's Temple in 1955. Jim Jones started it in Indianapolis, Indiana, but because it was such a conservative place, he was really criticized for his views and ended up moving the church to California where he ended up finding many of his soon-to-be victims. Uh, If you've ever heard the phrase, don't drink the Kool-Aid, this is where this comes from because most of the victims, they did die by suicide, by drinking the it wasn't kool-aid it was off-brand flavor aid laced with cyanide and drugs
1: i want to laugh at the off-brand flavor aid <laughs> joke but i feel like it's inappropriate it's not a joke no so i just he I didn't just... he couldn't spring for the name brand kool-aid wait he actually just he, he didn't even kill them with actual real kool-aid like if you're
0: going to trick a bunch of people into killing themselves the least you could do is get a name brand i feel like
1: Probably cheaper
0: than all of the drugs he mixed in there.
1: Yeah, that's just
0: basic courtesy of that. Jim Jones was the worst person in the world. So just a little background before we get to Jonestown. So the temple, it preached teachings that borrowed from Christianity, the Christian revival movement, and it also started incorporating things of Marxism. So it's kind of like he took a lot of good ideas, and just kind of took them way too far and kind of twisted them to meet his own little definitions.
1: Got it. So the
0: temple actually was progressive in a lot of ways. One of the big things that he did preach was racial integration. Him and his wife said that they wanted to create a quote-unquote rainbow family, but they actually ended up becoming the first white couple in all of Indiana to adopt a black child in 1961, and he was named Jim Jones Jr. Oof, poor kid. It's awesome that they gave like homes to these children who needed it in a way it kind of seems like they're doing it to fit their this narrative they want to kind of send out to the world again like they took a good idea and kind of ran way too far with it yeah so jonesy had what was described as an intense fascination with social doctrines uh he formed his beliefs by studying and really reading the works of hitler uh, stalin marx and Gandhi.
1: oh interesting choices wait did you say in gandhi at the end there and gandhi yes i feel like not these people don't all belong together
0: he he just had a i don't know it's weird he just liked i i don't know i don't know what i'm trying to say ignore me <laughs>
1: Oh, no, it's fine. I just, I'm not, I'm not wrong, right? Like, those are very different people.
0: You're right. Like, they all stood for something very different. And he really fed this curiosity for religion and social movements. He's actually known to spend a lot of his Sundays attending multiple services from nearly every type of church he could attend. And he would take notes on how the preachers use different ways to captivate the audience to
1: get their ideas across. Oh, so he's researching. Yes. I
0: feel like Jim Jones can really be summed up in this quote that he said uh, to a reporter around this time. He said, I was ready to kill by the end of the third grade. I mean, I was so aggressive and hostile. I was ready to kill. Nobody gave me any love, any understandings. And in those days, a parent was supposed to go with their child to school functions. You know, if there was any kind of school performance, everyone's parent would be there but mine. I'm standing there alone. I always was alone. I mean, that's sad. I mean, I feel
1: bad for the child who like went through yeah, this, but not for the adult who is using this as an excuse for behavior.
0: Yeah, and it's kind of weird at this time that he's talking about how he's always alone when he has his wife and his five adopted children. Oh, there's five now. There there is five he did adopt a couple of, I believe they were Korean children and then they had two children of their own. Got it. Okay. That math doesn't add up, but if I'm remembering their family photo correctly, which I'm probably not, I'm so sorry.
1: <laughs> it's okay. We don't care about Jim Jones's specific life. He's he's not the main character of our story. This this place is, this lifestyle is. I hate him. So before their mass
0: exodus to the then British colony of Guyana, in, which again is in South America, The People's Temple, it's been around since 1955, its headquarters for the temple was moved to San Francisco from Indiana, and soon they had offices in both San Francisco and Los Angeles, so they're kind of expanding, they're kind of reaching more people, because again they do have some really good ideas, but then extremism just kicks in and it and not a lot of people i think really understood where the line was this feels like scientology i don't know enough about scientology to comment on that but for what people say i feel like
1: i highly recommend looking into scientology it's they have their own navy dude it's wild oh oh i did not know that they have their own like whole ass navy who do they fight that's a great question oh yeah Good
0: luck. Well, um, part of the reason why they made this big move to San Francisco was Jones's fascination with political involvement. He really wanted to portray himself as something, someone important. He actually got his followers to play a major role in the election of the San Francisco Mayor Moscone. Uh, he then appointed Jones as the chairman of the San Francisco Housing Authority. So now Jones has this title he's kind of proud of. He's mingling and he's he's feeling like hot shit, even though he is a pile of hot, flaming dog shit. So in 1973, uh, eight temple members ended up defecting from the church. And then they participated in a series of newspaper articles written by Lester Kinsolving. And they exposed a lot of the mental abuse and the cult-like tendencies of, you know, all these extremists who are kind of rising up around jones and becoming like fanatics themselves and jones didn't like this he was feeling like there was going to be some retaliation the media and the authorities were going to come after him so him and the temple attorney began surveying new sites for the church uh they wanted to find a place where people could quote live free okay after heavy research the temple decided that they would create a Caribbean missionary post. As they did more research though, they found the South American country of Guyana. Guyana had uh, certain extradition policies to the United States, which would help protect the leaders because it would be very hard to get them back to the United States should, you know, they actually get arrested for anything. Mm -hmm. And Jones also was known to say in private meetings that he felt the political climate in Guyana was it was small um it was more in line with his beliefs and since it was independent he felt like he could have some influence over mm-hmm the government. Mm -hmm. So, in 1973, the temple passed a resolution to establish that there would be an agricultural mission in Guyana. 1973, Jones presented the Guyanese government with his plan to create a settlement, and at one point, both Jones and the Guyanese government agreed on was that having an American settlement near the Venezuelan border, which was being disputed where the border actually was at that time, Mm -hmm. they felt like this would help establish Guyana's claim to the land. And with an American settlement there, they thought it would dissuade the Venezuelans from attacking from the north. In 1974 the Guyanese government officially granted the temple a lease of 3,800 acres of land in the jungle. It would be 150 miles west of the capital city of Georgetown. The site that was chosen for the settlement wasn't ideal, it wasn't really what the temple had in mind, which is part of the reason why it had been so underdeveloped and it was a little bit easier for them to get their hands on. The fertility of the soil was so bad the locals knew that it would be difficult to grow anything so they Mm -hmm. they never tried and the nearest body of water was seven miles away and oh that's pretty far yeah and it's really hard to get there too because there's so much moisture in the road it becomes muddy and you can it's very hard to use a vehicle to travel there got it okay even though it's already a difficult area to live 500 members of the temple began construction on the settlement and jones was thrilled he began telling all of his remaining members in california about their quote socialist paradise and how it's a sanctuary away from the evil media uh, which would continue to scrutinize them and drag their name through the mud and jones also preached that the settlement would be the only place his black members would be able to live free because he thought that the united states government was going to kill them oh so again he took an idea that might have merit behind it and ran way too far with it i mean i know there's still a lot of black struggles in america but i felt like he was using that as a way to manipulate his people he didn't
1: actually care he didn't actually care about their plight he didn't actually care about helping them he just wanted them to follow him
0: yeah and i i really think that's what it was
1: yeah that's it's so sad that these kinds of people are always so charismatic because it really does like it takes people's lives over it ruin. it can ruin them it it's awful i i
0: like to think i'm smart enough to stay away from a cult but i'm sure it's hard to you know the frog doesn't realize it's being boiled when it's going slowly
1: yeah you're actually more likely to be able to be manipulated into a cult if you believe you are too smart to be manipulated into a cult that makes sense i i can see that yeah because if you if you do not believe that you were too smart to fall for it you're going to pay more attention to the signs to ensure that you don't mm that makes sense i listen to i consume a lot of cult media i really <laughs> i'm really fascinated by cults see i i don't really read a lot about cults um
0: because it's like i i can almost like like i'm fascinated by serial killer psychology mm-hmm. but it's just to to want to live your life in that way to like have all these people basically worship you it just i can't i don't i don't know it's like weird. it just it it weirds me out
1: the leaders of these places are always just insane mm
0: yeah To help aid in the construction of what would soon become Jonestown, Guyanese government allowed the temple to import their supplies duty-free. The temple soon took advantage of this arrangement and began importing a lot of firearms, a lot of weapons, and a lot of drugs. Mm -hmm. And these were all ended up going through the Guyanese customs because, again, they weren't really checking because they assumed these were building supplies.
1: Yeah, these uh, people of the temple?
0: The people's temple. The people's temple is really pulling one over yeah i mean i don't know how much of this that the government was actually aware of but i can't imagine that's that's what they had in mind when they made this agreement you'd hope not i hope not jones was very vocal about the development of jonestown he would actually produce short videos to show other people how great life was in jonestown i watched a documentary that has a lot of clips on this it's actually a really good documentary it's on discovery plus right now i think it's just called jonestown it's two survivors and jim jones jr giving their interviews about what had happened here
1: oh that's fascinating it,
0: it's really good uh like i really wanted to cry throughout a lot of it they really don't shy away about how heavy it was it's a really good documentary though i'd recommend it oh
1: man okay i gotta watch that i don't know if i have discovery plus
0: mm-hmm. uh, well i can make you an account i love discovery
1: plus i'm excited i've been watching criminal minds non-stop lately it has a lot of true crime shows i love that
0: yeah so he would make these little short films and it's actually like really kind of jarring to watch these knowing what happened like he would walk up and interview little kids because there's a lot of kids who live here with their families and like there's this little kid talking to the microphone saying yeah all the kids love it here in jonestown and it's just it makes my skin crawl And that's kind of a way he would sell it to his followers back home, and I'm sure he probably tried to use it for recruitment, just trying to convince everyone what perfect place this was. He would also preach about how those living at the settlement would be the purest communists there are, because they would be so far removed from society. Uh,
1: Purest communists?
0: The purest communists is what he aimed to be. Interesting choice. Yeah, his his wife wasn't much better, because uh, she ended up describing the settlement as dedicated to live for socialism. It's a total economic, racial, and social equality. We're all here living communally.
1: I mean, maybe they truly felt that way, but it's not, it wasn't really their choice.
0: Yeah, they, they really took their ideas and ran as far as their little legs could carry them.
1: That's crazy. That's... Four
0: people.: So then Jones decided that he wanted to move his, all of his people down to Guyana. When he proposed this mass migration to the temple's members, Guyanese officials grew a little bit concerned, though. Um, immigrants in that country had already outnumbered the locals at this point, and there was a lot of concerns that they wouldn't be able to support such a massive influx of people, and they thought it would overwhelm their resources. OK which makes sense. Jones finally reached an agreement with the Guyanese officials. He claimed that his people were skilled and progressive and showed them an envelope, which he claimed had $500,000 in it, although no one is actually really sure if it did or not. He promised that if he could allow his people to come here, that he would invest most of the group's assets back into the country, which, if it was true, that would actually help really stimulate the economy. So the officials allowed him to bring all of his people over. So he bribed them. Basically. I mean, I can kind of see where they're coming from. I don't think they thought it was going to be this bad, but, you know, we don't know. I don't know what they were thinking.
1: Yeah. I feel like for all, it's probably, probably, hopefully, for all they knew, all it was going to do was help or they might be a little annoying. I don't think they could have expected what came.
0: Yeah. I, I'm hoping for the best in that situation. Okay, so they—they're there. Yeah, they were granted special permissions uh all the members of the temple to move to the country uh, without needing a visa, because normally to be able to move to Guyana, you would need a visa oh wow so in the summer of 1977 jones and several hundred temple members moved down to jonestown to escape uh the building pressure from all the san francisco media investigations because they're becoming kind of a spectacle now like the defecting members are giving these wild interviews about jim jones's mental abuse and sometimes physical abuse against his members um Mm -hmm. and how you know they're going off the rocker over there he's good for them giving their stories yes so jones actually ended up leaving the same night that an editor at the new west magazine read him an article that was going to be published which really detailed the allegations of the abuse by the former temporal members um i couldn't find this article but i really hope i i can someday because i Morbidly curious about what was so bad in it that he left the country that night.
1: Yeah, like he must he
0: must have known he was screwed. Yeah. So after Jones left, the temple members fled down to Jonestown to escape the scrutiny from the media, and it soon became overcrowded. Even with outposts and offices in the nearby capital of Georgetown, there was over 900 people living here at the settlement.
1: That's not a small settlement. It it's
0: kind of big. There's a lot of buildings in it.
1: Yeah, that's more. um that's more people in the settlement than there are people in each good place neighborhood. Okay. Um, my microphone is having technical difficulties and apparently does not want to let Emily hear me. So um, there's going to be a shift in the audio from here on out uh, on my side, because my microphone stopped working.
0: Mercury's do up to some shit. <laughs> it's
1: supposed to that be shady bitch. Okay, yeah, we'll we'll see how our morning podcast goes. We'll uh have our boozy brunch. Perfect. Oh, hold on, I want to think of a fun name.
0: Boozy brunch spooky show. Mimosas in the morning. No, that's normal. Um, mimosas in the morning, but morning is spelt with a U. Ah. <gasps>
1: I love it.
0: But uh, remember that uh, I will not remember that.
1: I, you were. It's recording. It's on the recording.
0: Future Emily, mimosas in the morning, <laughs> spelt with you.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Good night. Good night. <laughs> So unfortunately, we did experience a number of technical difficulties trying to finish up this episode. So we are going to go take a quick break and we will see you next week for our
1: part two of Jonestown. And trust me, you're going to want to stick around for it. That one's going to be a full length episode. So don't you worry. So we will scare you soon.